What's up, everybody? Derek D here, and welcome to the Derek D Dozen, episode 20. Appreciate you being here. Appreciate you listening. Uh, make sure you follow the show on Instagram, at Derek D Dozen, to get those visuals and stuff. Also, send me a DM. DM me a topic, and I might talk about it on the show. Uh, but for today's show, today's episode's a little different. So it was recently my birthday, and if you wish me a happy birthday on social media and all that stuff, thank you very much. Uh, but my whole, fam- my whole family, my immediate family was at my parents' house eating dinner and having cake and stuff as you do on a birthday. But we're a close Italian family, so we pretty much do that every Sunday. But anyway, we were just talking about all kinds of stuff, and it's what my family does. Like I said, we're close. Then I remembered a suggestion that AK, you know, my writing partner, good friend, producer, uh, cancer survivor, uh, he's just the man. He's been on the show a bunch. But I remembered that he he suggested how cool it would be to be a fly on the wall at a DeAngelis Sunday dinner. So a while into the dinner, I actually think we were done at this point with dinner, but I remembered that AK said that, and truth be told, I wish I remembered remembered earlier because there was a lot of good stuff I missed, but I took out my phone without anyone noticing, and I just started recording. I put it right on the table and started recording. No one else knew. I'm not sure what you'll think of this, uh, if it's good or not. I don't know, but I think it's kind of interesting. I guess this is kind of a test episode for maybe when I do it again and really try to steer the conversation a certain way, but... To give you some context and to paint the picture, it starts right when I'm talking about how my dad had this amazing amazing surgery before his liver transplant to stop his what we called loopiness that strangely seemed to happen almost every Friday or every other Friday, but the technical term is hepatic encephalopathy. Basically, he would lose brain function because his liver couldn't remove toxins from his blood like ammonia, and he'd essentially turn into like a three-year-old in every sense of the word. Yeah, it was the craziest thing ever, and quite frankly, terrible to deal with, and I wish it upon nobody. But I know, pretty deep Sunday conversation, right? But these conversations just sort of happen in my family, and I think it's a great thing. Uh, We're very open. Anyway, so it's me, my mom, Lorraine, my dad, Anthony, or Tony, or Big Tone, as my friends say, my brother, Jay, and my sister, Alyssa. We also call her Leets, and my nephew, Brayden. But I think he was over on the couch at this point. But anyway... Here you go, about 10 minutes or so of Sunday dinner at the DeAngelis house on my birthday. So, but like that surgery was crazy because like you would have those loopy episodes mm-hmm. and it went away. It was like, it was like every Friday, remember it was like every other Friday? Every or like other ev- Friday. Every other Friday. It was like a two week cycle. But it was crazy because you would literally, I know we've told you this before, but it would be like, you'd go from you being coherent and everything to like a two year old child yeah. that like, couldn't comprehend well, I know. certain I easy tasks. I wouldn't be laying in bed and you got, I'd be talking and you guys would say, Dad, go to sleep. Just stop talking. Go to sleep Yeah, now. and you, you'd get up. I know. You kept getting up and we'd have to like go get you. And it was just like, oh yeah, it was like, but then they, those geniuses figured out that surgery to put that stent in. And then I think I remember it was, wasn't it thanks, like Thanksgiving, we went out. Yeah. I the got day out. I got out the day before. Yeah. yeah. We came home and yeah. we went to uh, Jack Baker's for right. Thanksgiving dinner. Yeah. Right. And I, I remember being like. I was sitting next to Alyssa. Like those next few days or that next week, I was just waiting for like. I was in, I'll tell you what I had on. I had a yellow sweater and a white scarf. Yeah. I was sitting mm-hmm. next to Lee. I was just waiting for like a loopy se- session to happen. And well, it, I did it, have a. I did and have it a, didn't. I did have a. a excuse my French, but big duties. 
experience in that restaurant. Oh, well, that's a given. And it was weird. Before you got Lisa's liver, though, you were, like, gray. Right? Yeah. Yeah, well, that's true. Yeah, your color is... Well, when I first got sick, I was yellow. I had jaundice. It was weird because right after the surgery, the one, the the liver transplant, liver... Yeah. Transplant. Liver... What do we call a liver... A liver switch? No, a liver donation. No, this is was transplanted in me. Yeah, but like you kind of like woke up and were like, all right, and Leeds was in crazy pain. What was it? Your shoulder, right? Yeah. That was later. Gas. That came later. The pain in my shoulder. I remember right you were like, you were like my shoulder, and I, I was, couldn't give you anything. I, I give you like ice chips. I was just so itchy. I hated being it, on that it, medication. I hated all of it. Oh, that's funny. So the AK always talks about how when he, after after his immunotherapy or after some sort of medication he would take. You get really itchy. Mm. I used to get itchy. A lot itchy of do that. Yeah. Liver failure causes itchiness. And I, before I had the transplant, I used to get itchy a lot. I think it's in the middle of the night. Do you, do you, do you remember night. anything from waking up from the surgery? From the liver surgery? That we remember one year. No, that was the, that was the oh, intestinal surgery. Right, lower that. When I wanted the orange. That was, remember I said to Jay? Oh, you, you know kept, you in, the, you in the hospital, man. It's like, you, you. It's like, you're always trying on the slide, like, hey, go get me an orange. I can have it. Oh, yeah. And it's like, exactly. you can't have it. Doctors and nurses literally all, say, don't give him anything. Oh, with the yogurt? Some yeah, with, like, with the yogurt yeah, drink? No, no some with the yogurt drink, and then they got pissed. You, you asked me for it, and then I got in trouble. They're like, you can't give him that. You, like, taught me, you're like, no, it's all right. Yeah. Totally, like, duped me. Dad's, like, like sure? trying to be, like, a mafia guy like, in the hospital. It's okay. Just give me the yogurt. Oh, mom brought I need three orange slices and a yogurt. Step. I said to mom, I said, I said, mom, to mom, I said, give me some of that lime juice, you know, the lime area. I said, water it down, but she brought me a thermos of it. So I, I said, you were like so dry, you wanted like, oh, yeah. Yeah. oh I couldn't imagine. Yeah, you, imagine you just crave it. It's like you're in a desert. So I said to the nurse, one nurse I got to be friends with, I was talking to her, I said, I need to, I just need a taste of something, like a drink, a cold drink. Because you can't have any water. You can't even have ice. Why couldn't you have water? I couldn't have ice chips. Because I know. He he wasn't swallowing. It was going to my lungs. It was going to his lungs. Oh, that's what happened right after the liver, right after the transplant. Because I remember we had that sponge thing on your lips. No, he. Oh, yeah. Threw, well. And oh, then asp- and, and aspirated it, meaning I breathed it into Wait, my did, lungs. didn't they knock him out again? At yeah. one point, didn't they put him in like an induced... Not a coma, but like... No, but yes. They knocked you out again. Because they had yeah. a tube down his stomach. How long were you in the hospital after that surgery? After the You were in for a while. Weeks. After the transplant? Yeah. Two Three weeks. weeks. Three weeks. Wait, the transplant? Right, those are the yeah. shoes yeah. that I got. I just said... How, because... Leeds, how long were you there? Two months. No. 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 How long were you there after the surgery? Just a week. Just a week. Not even a week. They said to me, we have to teach you how to swallow again. Because of your aspiration, when stuff goes in your lungs... We have to teach you again how to swallow because what's going to happen is it's going to go in your lungs again. Yeah. And we don't want that to happen. Yeah. So I would I would cheat, oh, yeah. I guess, for a little bit of uh, water. And some nurses didn't know I wasn't supposed to have it. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I tried to... It went Only on. when you're hurting is yourself. Yeah. yeah like, no. Well, I didn't believe it. But what if they... That's how I am. So I get, I would get here. And you literally couldn't swallow. No, that that's so weird. How'd you like? Why? Why does that happen? Why would you forget how because to swallow? Because he had the tube in for so long. The tube was long. in my throat. Number uh, one. His muscles slacked. Uh, so yeah, they got he lazy. Had to build the muscle up. That's crazy. To swallow. Were you ever? 
like in more pain? Like ever do you ever like now ever like have any type of pain or anything less? No. When I would um when I started working out again, I would have some like tenderness when I tried to do the core stuff. I had to be careful about that. Uh. Yeah. I get this pain like, down in my lower right stomach. That you would get. Do you ever get like prickly ja- really. jabs? I use pain. Brent, you Kelly do. Slater going from uh, so back side to front side. Medical stuff wave. is crazy. That's why your surgery yeah. took so, so right. long and yours was short because they just had to open you up, cut it out, then take it over to dad, mm-hmm. put it in. And it was like every vein, they were like, they like con- it was like connecting two straws, yeah. two very small straws everywhere. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, Dr. Dr. Iman. He could do it did, in his sleep. He's the guy that did the transplant, he said, I've done, I've done so many, he said, thousands over the course of 25 years. Yeah. Lost. Yeah. He said, you're going you're gonna to feel like a new man. And I did. I did, especially at first. Like I felt like I could climb mountains. I just felt yeah. very good. Because I was feeling so bad for so long that any improvement was like, yeah. yes, you know. What's funny is that they had like the they like the physical therapist come in and like the psychiatrist come in for me and, and they would ask me questions and I'd be like no no like what kind of questions like, I'm fine <laughs> like what kind of questions I don't remember but like probably you read suicidal thoughts or like yeah, you know just like making sure I, like when I went to the hospital with this they're like sure, you sure like, I was you knew we were trying okay to deal with it. I like that same thing let me check the, the yep, density sure. of the situation <laughs> yeah I remember when I was 15 and got my birthmark surgery they asked me questions like yeah. that like well there were parents making you do this do you want to do this yeah do you they were like, you out of the room. Oh, I remember yeah. and asked me a bunch of questions. Yeah. And I was like, well, I don't want them to know, but I just like kind of want like girls to like, look, like, but we could say it's a medical reason. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, the psychiatrist came to me too. It was a really nice guy. He was nice. But he was with me for about almost two hours. I was in there. We were in there one time when he came in. Yeah, but this was very intense. How do you feel just as Yeah. It was the psychiatrist and his assistant, like another doctor, a young guy was learning. So just going to interject real quick here for context. You're going to hear my dad say when the doctor asked him, when do you think it became a problem? It is referring to uh, drinking, like when my dad started drinking and when it became a problem. So uh, there you go, just for context. So they said, well, when, when when do you think it became a problem? I said, I can't pinpoint exactly, but I can tell you I became dependent upon it because... It would make me relax at times when I was nervous. And I was always nervous when I played music every time, 100% every time. Yeah, I get that way before I go on stage. But yeah. I, I, people say, you want to drink? I go, no. Well, that's what I, I like. I, I take the nerves. Mm-mm. Oh, not only that. Them. I used to buy bottles of scotch and keep them in the back of my amp. Yeah, see, I, 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 yeah, I, could, I couldn't do that. But see, you also had a, a, as an, as a musician, you have a crutch in the sense, if you're a guitar player, you have a guitar. You can play that guitar. So that's that's like where it originated? Yeah. That's yeah. where I started drinking. No, too it's anxiety. Heavy. That's or anxiety, yeah. It's... Well, the anxiety of playing, of being performing. Yeah, but you used yeah. alcohol instead of treating your anxiety, therefore. Oh, of course. Pretty deep stuff. <laughs> but interjecting again for context of this next part, my dad went on to talk about how he had an illness when he was young and a bunch of doctors said he wouldn't play sports or anything again. But one doctor disagreed and the conversation goes from there. Don't listen. Those doctors were telling my parents he'll never play sports. They'll never run. They always had that story, you feel like. Well, Dr. Cornfield came in and said, oh, no. Make him run. A lot of doctors are matter of fact. If you're not a human, you're like a thing. I feel like I'm at a place right now where I I feel like a lot of people have the ability to heal themselves. I feel like my outlets, my my techniques for trying to make myself feel better are very healthy. Like, if I'm stressed, 
I'll go breathe and do exercise on the floor, or I'll go work out, or I'll go run. Like yeah, they're all healthy habits. I'll just if I feel anything different in my system, I start eating the things I know. Just from the, what I know can combat that. It's a stomach thing, which is rare. If it's a headache, if it's like yeah, and I just immediately start doing that. I give myself rest when my body when I'm tired. Like I go lay down. Mm-hmm. I just try to listen to my body and. Okay. What's nuts is that so many people don't know how. They don't know how to listen. And I, so many people run to the cabinet and I'd be perfect. Yeah, like, yeah. I can't, you know, maybe I take that once or twice a year. I've been taking a lot lately for my knee. I don't take anything. And so well, that's different. That. That's different if you're like a traumatic injury. Yeah. But just in general, just to fix things, you don't run to medicine to start medicating you. Yeah, that was my brother who's in great shape and owns a gym. Some interesting stuff. So there you go, folks. That was about 27 minutes of DeAngelis Dinner Convo cut down to about 10. Should I do this again? Yes or no? Message me on Instagram at Derek D. Dozen. Thanks for listening. I'm Derek D. And I'll talk to you guys on the next one. Mood.tv.